My name's John, and this is Simon hey. We've worked as content creators for some time And wanted to share delicious knowledge from the cookie jar So if you got some time, you're welcome to the Nav Bar Welcome to the Nav Bar A podcast where we help you navigate the web And raise the bar of your content creation My name is John Myers. I'm a developer advocate from Superbase. And I'm Simon Frashliotis, a designer, developer, and content creator from Sydney, Australia. From Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Sydney. Ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, we, or I, am going to talk about Astro. Astro is a web framework for building fast, content-focused websites, as the websites say. And I've been using it quite a bit recently. And honestly, I think it's been an amazing piece of technology uh, worth telling you about. So I'm here to tell Mr. John Myers from Superbase about Astro. Well, I have never, ever used Astro. It's been on my list of things to try out, things to check out. And so I am extremely excited to hear why you have been raving about it and what the industry thinks is so cool about Astro, because it sounds like it's pretty great. Yeah, I thought I'd just tell you first, first of all, what is Astro? And if you hear a lot of buzz around it lately, it's because it went into 1.0 stable version about two months ago. I think August 9th was when they launched. It's been in the making for like a year and a half at least. I remember hearing Chris Coyer uh, on the Shop Talk Show podcast uh, raving about Astro like eight, very, very early on. And that's actually uh, shout out Chris. Uh, I know you're not listening, but shout out Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason I've looked into Astro because Chris is very pragmatic and have a, a very good approach about things really helping you get your job done well. And he knows the web very thoroughly. So like coming from him, I was like, oh, yeah, that resonates with me and I've got to check it out. So Astro is a static site generator. So that doesn't tell you much. Basically, a static site generator generates HTML static pages uh, and ships no JavaScript by default. So that's that's the approach. Uh, it doesn't sound uh, groundbreaking because there's lots of other options, but we'll see what makes it different. So Astro is definitely leaning towards building websites rather than web applications, although it's very capable in that regard. But things like blogs, portfolios, documentation sites, anything that some people call brochure read-only sites, uh, Astro is incredibly good at, as opposed to, oh, it's good at because it optimizes for that context, content-heavy sites without a lot of interaction. As opposed to things like admin dashboards or if you build a social network or something like Jira where there's lots of people creating content and updates in real time. So yeah, there's, there's that, um, how do you say, there's that spectrum from website, web app and Astro is technically capable of doing the full thing. You could say Astro is going to be my go-to framework for any type of application and it's capable, you'll see as we talk about it. But something I really like and respect is Astro is quite honest saying, hey, we a lot of the benefits and the performance and the greatness of Astro is because we decided to cater for more like sites, websites with like read-only stuff. So while it's capable of doing everything, uh, you could say that Next.js, especially with the static site generation, is a competitor of Astro. But in the Astro docs, they say, hey, if you know you're building a very uh, rich uh, interactive application, check out Next.js. It's really good at doing that. And they're not trying to say we can do everything, forget everything else. And I, I really respect that. So uh, what um, separates Astro from the I'd say, um, is it uses these Astro components, uh, which is basically HTML.
HTML. So any valid HTML is a valid Astro component, but it comes with the JSX-like syntax, but in fact, simpler. So things, JS, uh, if you don't know JSX is like React's uh, kind of, it's not a template language, but it's a way to write HTML looking things that kind of uh, compiles to JavaScript. And it, it makes you feel like you're writing HTML inside of your JavaScript. Astro components, you literally write HTML, but then you can have props that you pass and you can have curlies and inside have a JavaScript expression and do all the, the great things that comes with JSX. So why it's great, uh, JSX is to me at least the best way to compose UI components together to have like a, a sidebar where you pass a title and some content as children and just yeah composing UI components with different props. A lot of time you want to build a site and you pick React just because JSX is so nice to, to do component UI component composition and Astro gives you that uh, and you'll see soon much more but things uh, when I say JSX but simpler for example you don't have to use class name like in JSX you can just use class. Uh, you don't have to export a function that returns a chunk of JSX you just write the JSX. So it's basically HTML with JSX superpowers and that by itself already brings a super easy and nice developer experience and it's it's like literally just scratching the surface. Yeah that's awesome because I think like that that layout was what kind of uh, drove me to uh, learning React and what I really liked about React was was being able to write like HTML like stuff and using something that was um, that was like similar to a templating language and gave me those additional uh, things like uh, you know being able to write um, JavaScript within my HTML kind of um, but yeah the, the sticking point was all of that extra stuff that you need to that you need to know or you need to learn or you need to keep in your head um, like using class name instead of class and um, you know functions but the functions can only return one root element and all of these things that like as a beginner uh, developer when you're learning that framework just like hold you up from being productive and hold you up from learning the what's actually cool about React um, because you need to kind of just uh, understand all of these um, exceptions or these things that you just have to do just because JSX is the way that JSX is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's one of the things that, and they say it quite nice on the docs. Uh, it's like it lowers the barrier to entry and kind of meets you where you're at. But yeah, just think of like, I know sometimes I started learning React and was building apps and then I was working on a, a PHP, like a craft CMS website that uses Twig as a templating engine. And Twig is like super simple and you can just get stuff from the database and do loops and like, it's really great. But when you want to start creating a, a uh, like a model element that has multiple props for like size and, and color and stuff, it becomes really hard because there's not really, uh, although I think it's coming, but there's not really like a component sort of entity. It's more like you can have a partial or an include that kind of takes some parameters and you can pass data, but it's it feels convoluted. Uh, once you've used JSX, we literally add an attribute for size and you say large and then the component reads that thing and kind of like just, it turns out React uh, or JSX is still amazing even if you don't need any of the reactivity and states and uh, hooks and all of that. And that's pretty much what Astro components are. Um, another thing that uh, Astro is, it's server first. And by what I mean, it's uh, it kind of brings that simplicity of the good old days. Uh, I don't know if you worked with PHP or Rails or you have a template and because it runs on the server and then it gets built into HTML page, you can do stuff with the database or send an email or do stuff directly from that template. And Astro brings that where... Remix has the same kind of similarity where you can do server stuff directly in the same page and then you can use that, you can fetch data from a database and then you can display it in the page. But as opposed to Remix, which kind of hydrates the client, I don't know exactly how it works, but Astro is like, no, 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 we're going to do it at build time. So 
even if you have CMS, we're going to await fetch data. You can use fetch and then you get that data and you can set some variables, whatever. And then you use that in your page and it generates a HTML page at that very moment. And so, uh, yeah, you build a real static site, but you have the full power. Um, and of course, if you need it to fetch data at in real time, when the user visits the page, you can enable this SSR approach where it kind of complicates things a bit where you need to host it in a place that is capable uh, of, of handling that. But the default behavior is just like build static pages. And if you want to grab data from your file system or from an API or from anything, uh, just do it and then build a page at, with whatever came at that moment where you were building the page. Right. So this would be similar to like that, that building the static side of it would be similar to something like um, get static props in Next.js, for example. Yes. Um, if you're familiar with that. And then um, this server side rendering aspect of it um, would be similar to using something like get server side props in Next.js. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. And actually, we I don't think we're going to touch on that, but they, they have some sort of APIs very similar where you can do get static props and get static paths to, to in certain situations. But for the majority of what you do, you literally uh, grab some data, display it, and like it feels like working in HTML, but having the superpower of JavaScript and server stuff. Um, and it, uh, one thing that it's different is that it has no client hydration uh, by default. So it doesn't ship any JavaScript. If you work in a Next.js app and you build a static site, it's super fast and snappy. But if you inspect uh, with the dev tools, it's going to load a fairly not neglectable amount of JavaScript, runtime JavaScript for stuff like client-side navigation and stuff. And uh, with Astro, the idea is like you ship zero JavaScript unless you need to. So that means it's not a SPA where you're going to have client-side single-page application where you can navigate between pages without refreshing the page. Uh, it's a multi-page app. It's like more like a traditional approach. But turns out if you build a really lean, fast HTML site, uh, <laughs> the page uh, change feels almost instant anyway. So it's it, the trade-off is kind of, again, if you want to build a, an app that feels where you completely embedded and you never leave the, the shell, that, that's maybe where you want to use something like Next.js. But yeah, the, the for building sites, Astro is amazing. Awesome. So then if you do actually like write any JavaScript, like you were saying, you have this kind of um, JSX-like, templating-like uh, language. So any any JavaScript um, syntax that you write in there, is that all run either at build time or during that server render um, and just turned into HTML with no JavaScript and then that's what comes across the wire from the server? That's the default behavior, yes. Uh, cool. Uh, we'll see soon that you can actually use React, the real React. You can use Vue, Svelte, Solid, Lit, anything almost that you can think of and it will actually by default generate just HTML. So imagine you're using React without uh, any need for state. Uh, if you were using, like it's going to use that as your templating language and then spit out pure HTML with zero JavaScript. And then if you need state, you can, there's this little attribute, I was going to talk about it later, where you say client load and it's going to load in the client the, the JavaScript you need to enable your use state hook to work. And it's fantastic. Very cool. Okay. So what would you say this compares to in, in terms of other things that are available out there? Yeah, that's a great question. So it kind of compares to nothing because it has that new in the middle approach. So it has the simplicity of just building HTML sites. So, so there's static site generators that are really good at doing this already. If you haven't tried 11T, it's a great example. 11T is saying, hey, we're not we're not an application framework. We like a set of tools to build static pages and we use JavaScript to, to make it super easy. And you can use Markdown, you can use Liquid, you can use Twig, like maybe not Twig, but you can use lots of different templating languages or something like Jekyll 
or middleman if you middleman is like a PHP static site generator. I think Jekyll is a Ruby one. I think Jekyll was the first one, right? Jekyll was I think written by is it the person who's now at um uh, at Redwood JS? Was it Tom? Mm, yeah, that's possible. I I'm not sure, but it's what led to GitHub pages that like initially GitHub pages I think were there to host like like if you build a Jekyll site it would automatically deploy to GitHub pages without you having to do any setup. But the idea is like you you use programming tools to generate static pages. And so 11T is like a more JavaScripty approach to the this problem space. And Astro is also doing that. But it does that uh, with the almost Next.js like user experience because you, you, you can use JSX. And like I said before, you can actually use React. So you could use literally, if you work with Next.js, you use Astro by using React and you're going to be like right away at home. But if you try, I would really recommend you try the Astro component because it's it doesn't take anything to it's literally JSX without some of the the quirks as long as you're not trying to use state and do like uh, advanced stuff. Um, yeah, so it supports React, it supports Vue, Svelte, Solid, Alpine, and you get the idea. But the best part, like I mentioned before, is it's going to it's going to generate HTML only, even if you use these frameworks, unless you say, hey, I want some JavaScript on the client, please load, and then you explicitly say client load on your component to to say, hey, opt out of this no JavaScript uh, ever, and then let me do the thing I want to do. That's awesome. So yeah, I think this is where I had um, a little bit of a misaligned understanding of Astro um, because I thought it was something where I, I didn't really understand what it was. I thought that it wrapped around um, you writing it in a different language, so Vue or React or something like that. Um, and I thought maybe it was just giving you some like server-side convenience or some kind of static building stuff, which it sounds like it can do. Um, I think the piece that I was missing is I didn't understand that Astro itself was its own like flavor of language or framework or whatever, where you could write your entire application in just Astro um, using JSX like JSX like syntax, um, but not writing in React or Vue or Solid or anything like that. So that's cool that you you have that option um, to use those. Um, and it's that's actually yeah really interesting what you're saying that it like you can run um, like you can you can create a React component or whatever writing just React, um, but then unless you actively opt into that client side hydration, it's going to do all of that, like rendering this on the server and building up the HTML that will be displayed. So you could choose to write your stuff entirely in React, but then have an Astro HTML only site that spat out the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So just like, you know, just like we flipped our introductions at the start, I feel like Astro flips the whole approach compared to something like Next.js. And again, it's, it's not really competition, they're different frameworks, but Astro has that progressive enhancement approach where by default, you're going to build a completely static HTML site without any JavaScript. And then if you need to, you're going to opt in to get some uh, JavaScript framework where you can do a carousel or like a full-blown uh, application that you build with React or Vue, where Next.js is like, hey, we are application framework, but if you want just a static site, there's ways, don't use get server-side props, don't, don't respect these few things, and we're going to build a static site for you. But it, it's like, Astro is literally, no, no, we, we are a website builder, and then if you want to to crank it up, we have pathways to to make it more interactive, which I, I really like. And I think, again, like they say in the docs for most uh, documentation sites, blogs, portfolio, personal website, it makes so much more sense to approach it like this and then have what we'll discuss in a bit, a little component island with interactivity within the page instead of having 
the entire thing being a single page app with client-side navigation for a, a three-post blog. Uh, speaking of that, my blog is built with Next.js as any single page application with a... No, there's routes and stuff, but like it, it takes over the client-side navigation and it does all the stuff. But I haven't checked and I'm sure it loads something like about four or 500 kilobytes of JavaScript to do that. Mm, yeah, I'm getting that itchy feeling, that familiar feeling of it's time to rebuild my <laughs> my blog in something new. It's time to try out Astro. So tell me, like th this this idea of building HTML and not shipping JavaScript yeah. by default and all of those things, why is this good? Well, the first obvious or maybe not obvious, but thing that in, uh, inherit from that is it's super fast. Like, you know, shipping no JavaScript at all unless you need some. And so therefore you're going to have uh, like the less code you send, probably the better. Like even if you write super performant code, <laughs> if you if you add code, it just makes more things to download for the user. Uh, I mentioned already like the most other static site generators that do client-side routing uh, have some JavaScript that they have to load on the client uh, to be to hydrate the client and then take over. Um, but another thing that is great about Astro is it's super simple. Uh, it's great for beginners. If you know HTML and CSS, we, the, the people make a career of taking Figma designs and building HTML and CSS sites uh, and then maybe implement it in a, in a CMS like a WordPress theme or any other sort of um, dynamic implementation. And if you have that skill set already, you write at home with Astro immediately. And then, um, but it, it also is very refreshing for seasoned devs because if you're really good with React and like really modern technologies, you instantly recognize the power of using Astro components or even staying in your lane of framework of choice, but having that generate static HTML without even having to think about anything. So it feels uh, immediately uh, familiar no matter where you come from. Uh, and like I said, I recently, this week actually onboarded a small team at ThinkMill. Uh, Tom is in the comments and in the, the, the stream watching live, uh, he's part of that team. We started a new Astro project and so far, like it's only been two days, but team members have been immediately comfortable and honestly, I think quite impressed and pleased with the whole, oh, this, this I, I can find my way around. This is like at home. I, I feel comfortable here. I know uh, you just create a folder with a name and you put a markdown file and this is going to be the URL. And it's super, like it's simple, elegant, and it lets you get stuff done really quickly. Yeah, I feel like anytime I see a code snippet of someone tweeting about Astro, it's always just that super, super simple thing where they've just got like, yeah, it's a markdown file and they just have the, like the markdown syntax at the top showing front matter, um, yeah. like the front matter. Yeah, and then that's just automatically available in the Astro component. And then they just, um, like, it's so easy to just look at that and pass exactly what's going on, understand it completely. Um, so yeah, I, I've had that feeling even just from looking at code snippets in tweets. Yeah, so the, the whole approach to, to make JavaScript available in the file, they use that, that front matter thing. So, you know, like in Remix, you would have a loader or an action, which is how you can do server-side stuff. And Astro kind of has that triple, uh, triple dashes separator, which is called the front matter. And inside of that is JavaScript. Like you can import node modules, you can fetch data, you can transform stuff, you can send an email, do, do whatever you want. <coughs> Although to send an email, you need like the SSR approach. But to be able to, to do stuff, uh, you use these um, uh, triple uh, dashes. And that's also how you receive props. So when you when you write a Astro component uh, that looks like React, you pass the props the exact same way. You pass attributes and you can use curlies for JavaScript or just a string. And then to receive them on the component that you build inside the front matter, you just uh, uh, receive them from astro.props. So you can go const title uh, description children equals astro.props. You destructure that like this. That's 
it, and then you can use them in the component in the HTML below. So you don't you don't export a function that receives the the arguments. You just get them in the front matter. That's so cool. And then it's keeping like consistency between um, like the different file types that you might be using. Like that's really cool. That like that is that is a concept that comes from Markdown is that idea of having front matter and having the three dashes. So reusing that concept and being like, well, why don't we do exactly the same thing if we're dealing with any kind of JavaScript or JSX component or Astro component? That's really cool way to approach that. The site we're building currently, we started this week using is Markdown or MDX and um, Astro components. And every file starts with the uh, front matter that looks the same, yeah, like you said. So um, yes, this Astro, like the, the feeling is it meets you where you're at. Like if you're good with Vue or Svelte, you can use that. If you like HTML, you probably like Astro components immediately. If you like Markdown, use Markdown. MDX, you bet, you can use that. Uh, and it actually has syntax highlighting out of the box for code blocks, which is amazing. Usually you have to do a lot of stuff where you have to install Prism and rehype and like, <laughs> some packages to make it work it just it's there out of the box and um, yeah it's really this kind of vibe of BYO bring your own framework where uh, you bring along what you're comfortable with and we haven't talked about this concept of uh, component island architecture but you can even as silly as it sounds you could use Svelte Vue and React on the same page and have three little bits of interactivity that are independent from each other and the rest of the page static and yeah it's, it's, it's really quite cool to work with it's the promise of micro front ends or whatever, <laughs> but now it's been rebranded as island architecture so that no one has the, the associated negative idea of, uh, of micro front ends. Very cool. I, I was talking with uh, Jed Watson, which is the, the founder, co-founder at ThinkMill, and he, he said that was actually a really smart uh, thing to do for people that went to this micro front end and they have like lots of frameworks or legacy stuff. And then they're like, are you telling me I can have a page that takes this legacy stuff and makes them work together elegantly. <laughs> it's kind of, it's almost like a backing out of tech depth by using multiple frameworks in the same page instead of having separate apps that use different frameworks that you're like, are we going to have to rebuild all this in the same stack so it works together? You can actually pull the, these legacy stacks in the same page. And yeah, I think basically any tech company that's been around for longer than like five years would probably massively benefit from that idea and just love the idea of being able to, yeah, not just rewrite everything in just React or rewrite everything in just Vue because they have pieces of all stuff all over the place from trying out different things and different people having uh, opinions on what was the best option at the time. At the time, yes. You can carve the timeline based on the... Yeah, even like your own project, I, I looked at something I built in 2016 and it was using Jade, which became Pug later, and then Stylus and Gulp and all these things. That was like the bee's knees. I had that... Gener Actually, I was building something similar to what Astro does, which is like a, a set of tools to build static HTML pages. Uh, but yeah, you look at this and you're like, it's, it's still used, but it's definitely not the stack I would start a new project with. Okay, I'm going to jump in here and cut us off because we're trying to keep these episodes shorter, but Simon just keeps getting carried away with his passionate topics. Once again, my name is John Myers. You can find me at John Myers underscore IO on Twitter. He's Simon Vrashliotis. You can find him at Simon Swiss. And come and follow the podcast at the underscore navbar on Twitter and let us know what you think of the show. We're also streaming the recording of episodes each week, so you can come and join us live by subscribing to our YouTube channel in the show notes for this episode. And tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion of what Astro is and why you should be excited about it. We'll see you then.